What is going on, everybody? It is draft day, technically day two. Recording this on a Friday, the Kansas City Chiefs just took their first second round selection. Nick Bolton, linebacker out of Missouri. Good fit there for the Chiefs. But what's going on, everybody? It is draft weekend. We are here. It is time. First round is over. Second round coming to close. We're on pick. What is that? 58. So just a few more in the second round. And what a wild ride it's been from Trey Lance going number three. A couple hours before the draft, Aaron Rodgers says, I don't want to be a Packer anymore. Just shakes up the whole weekend. It's been awesome. It's been great. Uh, We got the rest of today in round two and three this year, I think, are really, really highly coveted rounds because of COVID and everything. Medical history, they couldn't get a lot. I think there's going to be a lot of star players here in the second, third, and even some that's going to spill over to the fourth round. So it's going to be good. Lots to talk to. Uh, As I go through today, I'm going to be watching the continuous of the draft, end of the second round, beginning and mid of the third round, and I'll have my input along the way. We're going to be talking about the first round today, second round winners and losers, uh, uh, some sneaking picks that I really liked. Aaron Rodgers, what the hell's going to happen in Green Bay now? Lots to talk about. First round was crazy and wild. Before we do, go ahead and hit that subscribe button. Uh, go ahead and give me a follow. If you have, thank you so much. If you can, please do. And again, as always, if you listen on Apple iTunes, go ahead and leave me a review. And let's just dive right into the draft, baby. Woo! Okay, so let's start at the number three pick. Let's start at the San Francisco 49ers, who was all talk about Mac Jones, Mac Jones, Mac Jones, Mac Jones. Well, when they were on the clock and it counted, they took the kid out of North Dakota State, Trey Lance, over Mac Jones. Mac Jones ended up falling. Now, I like where Mac Jones went, and we're going to talk about that too, but this was the right pick here for the Niners. The Mac Jones, like I've been saying this whole time, smokescreen, 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 smokescreen. You do not give up. Technically, three first-round picks and a third-round pick to go up and take Mac Jones. I'm sorry. You don't go up and take Jimmy Garoppolo. You just don't do that because that's what he was. He was Jimmy Garoppolo. Now you got Trey Lance, a guy that who is he's a project. Let's be honest. He's a project. He's had 17 total games. I don't even count the 17th game because it was that one stupid game they played this year against I don't even know who. He didn't even play good. It didn't even matter. It was COVID. I go off his 16 games. No interceptions, 28 touchdowns. Kid was a monster. It was a beast. Trey Lance is a good pick here. Now, personally, I still would have taken Justin Fields. I still like Justin Fields over him. But I like the Trey Lance pick. It's a big swing. And look, because Mac Jones went to the Patriots, now if you haven't seen the draft and this is the first time you're hearing this, there you go. If you don't know Mac Jones on the Patriots, well, Mac Jones fell to 15 and went to the Patriots. That means Jimmy G, a Jimmy G trade to the Pats? It's out of the question. And when I look around, I just don't see a lot of takers for Jimmy G at the moment. Right now, to me, Jimmy Garoppolo is still the day one starter for the San Francisco 49ers. There's no reason Jimmy shouldn't beat out Trey Lance. Trey Lance is not ready to go right now. To me, I look at this as a lesser Alex Smith, Patrick Mahomes. The only reason why I say lesser, not because I don't think Trey Lance can be as good as Patrick Mahomes. It's because I don't think Jimmy G is Alex Smith. And he's not. When it comes to the locker room, when it comes to when it comes to carrying a guy like this, mentoring a guy like this, he's not that. But Jimmy G is going to be on his best behavior. He has no reason not to. The league looks at stuff like this. Jimmy Garoppolo now has a chance to having a very good career, long career, can make a lot of money as a backup, maybe even fill in as a starter, a.k.a. 
Ryan Fitzpatrick. That that's what Jimmy Jimmy Garoppolo's career be, or it could be a sourpuss about this. It could go terrible, and he could be out of the league in, in the next year or two. But I, I would still say Jimmy's the starter. And whether Jimmy is playing good or playing bad, whenever Kyle feels like Lance is ready to play, you play him. So let's say it's let's say you're seven and two. Jimmy's playing great, but you think Lance is ready. Well, is the trade that can we still trade Jimmy? Because I bet there's a team that wants to go for Jimmy. Maybe their quarterback went down. Maybe 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 New Orleans doesn't like either Taysom or Jameis, and it's looking like it's a disaster. So they trade for Jimmy G. I don't know. But he's an asset that you can keep and have for a little while. And he's the day one starter. I'm sorry, but Jimmy Garoppolo's been in that system for four years. He's been in the league for seven years. He's going to beat out Trey Lance. There's no reason he shouldn't. If he doesn't beat out Trey Lance, then his career is trending in the wrong direction fast. It's just It, w- it wouldn't be good. But I, I, I see a one-year sit here. Now, I wouldn't necessarily agree with that, but I think that's what the Niners are going to do. I mean, I, I'm more of a sink or swim guy. And with the number three pick, kind of sink or swim. <clears throat> I mean, he can either be Josh Allen, and, and and at the end, at those three, at three years later, you know he's looking like one of the best quarterbacks in the league, or he can totally sink. I I don't know. I mean, I I think the safer play and what Kyle is gonna do is probably gonna start Jimmy. He's gonna let Jimmy take the reins, and when he thinks Lance is ready, he's gonna throw Trey in. But that's not that's not a bad thing. Trey can sit and learn. He's a project anyway. He can sit and learn the, the Shanahan system. He can be put in at the prime time. Mahomes sat for a year behind a great Alex Smith, came in and won the MVP the next year. And I'm not saying that that's what Trey Lance is going to do. But, I mean, there's opportunity there. Is there not? Is there not? Especially with Kyle. Could Trey have Lance gone to a better spot than Kyle Shanahan? I, I don't think so. I think for tr- who Trey Lance is and how he plays... I think that's the best spot for him. I, I really do. Oh, who just took that? Oh, is that Terrence Marshall? Who just took Terrence Marshall? I missed on who took him. The Saints are on the clock now. I like Terrence Marshall. The Cardinals The Cardinals didn't take Terrence Marshall. Took the kid out of Purdue. I was hoping the Cardinals would take Terrence Marshall. Well, hopefully they show me who takes Terrence Marshall here. But, I mean, when, when we talk about the 49ers as a whole, now you just traded up. You took a big swing on a quarterback. You you can let Jimmy G sit. You know, you had these Aaron Rodgers rumors. You know, are you going to trade for Aaron Rodgers? That that clearly is probably out of the bag now. Would you take Aaron over Trey? Uh, It's a lot easier to trade the third pick than to trade Trey Lance. As soon as that becomes a human being, it's it's a little harder to trade. You kind of, I don't know, I kind of like Trey. Do we really need Aaron? Should we just be all in on Trey Lance? We gave up so much for him. So... I like where the San Francisco is heading. I'd be okay with a Jimmy G one-year start. Hell, half a year start. If even Jimmy G's playing good, they're seven and two. Like I said, if Trey Lance is ready to come in, have him come in. If that's what if that's what Kyle thinks, whenever he's ready. If, if shit, if Trey Lance beats him out in camp, I I cannot see that happening. Jimmy Garoppolo is 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 the better quarterback to be beaten out by Trey Lance. That doesn't mean Trey Lance isn't bad. That just means I don't think Trey Lance is necessarily ready to start week one. But I could be wrong, and he could. And Kyle could be like, you know what? Fuck it. We're going with Trey Lance. He's better than Jimmy. That gives us the best chance to win. But I I, I like the Trey Lance pick. I knew Matt Jones was a smokescreen. He fell so far. All this. You know, personally, I don't think I can ever trust anything around draft time ever again. 
They have the, the, the hammered home for Mac Jones going to number three was so overwhelming. It was insane. How everyone was saying it's going to be Mac Jones. It's going to be Mac Jones. I heard it's Mac Jones. Sources say it's Mac Jones. It was all bullshit. It really was. And it was all Kyle Shanahan, honestly, just, just playing it. He was just like, yeah, I'm just going to ride this because it's funny. And the, and the media can be manipulated like crazy. Easily. Easily. I mean, it's it's crazy. Kyle just played him like a fiddle. Just kept going on with it. And he told us in his press conference, he said, you know, the perfect quarterback, someone who throws like Drew Brees and runs like Lamar Jackson. Is that Mac Jones? No. And yet after that, the consensus was still, it's going to be Mac Jones. He fits what Shanahan likes to do. It's going to be Jones. No, it's going to be Trey Lance. That's who it is. That's who they take. I like the pick as a Cardinals fan. I I don't like the pick because I think Trey can be really, really good in this system with Kyle, and I think he can develop in a good quarterback. But as a football fan, I love the pick, and I can't wait to see what Trey does with Kyle in that offense. Uh, So I'm kind of going to make this like a live stream in a way podcast. Um, Not going to be too much stopping. Uh, I just saw that Pete Warner, linebacker from Ohio State, he just went off the board. Uh, it's going to be just a lot of me watching the second and third round, talking about the first, so maybe some pauses, some long breaks, but I'm still here. So if you if you see me pausing, maybe I'm just looking at a guy on the screen. God, that kid can play. Ohio State guys can just play. Here's the thing about Ohio State guys. Okay, let's, let's since we're talking about Ohio State guys, let's 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 go into the next topic in John Gruden. So my 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 loser for round one, and I don't really have one because I like what every team did. I really did, honestly. I really liked where every team went in the position. I thought some were reach reaches, biggest reaches. John Gruden and the Raiders reached for Alex Leatherwood, offensive tackle from Alabama. This is now John has John only drafts Alabama, Ohio State, or Clemson players. That's it. Those are that's the well he goes to. Now, if you look at it, you're like, well, the past five years, who's won the national championship? Alabama, Clemson, or Ohio State. I get it. I get it, John. But to me, he passed up two premier tackles in Elijah Vera Tucker and Christian Derrishaw to get the guy from Alabama. And so now are you sitting there and you're like, do you favor the Alabama, Clemson, Ohio State guys more than, than the other guys? More than the TCU guys? More than the Texas guys? Michigan guys? USC? Whatever it is? That's that's the that's the history we have right here with John Gruden come draft day, and I'm gonna I'm not gonna lie, a lot of them have just been busts. Bill Belichick drafts an Alabama guy; they're they're almost never a bust because he drafts the right one, and him and Saban are so close and connected. He calls Saban before he makes the draft pick. Saban gives him a thumbs up or a thumbs down. You think John Gruden's calling Nick Saban? No, I just. I don't understand why I understand. I understand it from a college football aspect that those are probably the three best programs in the country year in, year out. Top recruiting classes, best coaches in, in, in the national, I almost said national football league in the nation. I get it. I get why he keeps going back to that. Well, but man, I just think Christian Derrishaw would have just he would just been such a better fit for that offense, in my personal opinion. Now, Gruden likes his guys big, and this guy is big. He's big, he's long, but he's not very quick. And I watched his pro day highlights uh, last night, and he just looked, ugh. His senior bowl, sorry, I said pro day. Senior bowl highlights didn't look good. And I watched a lot of high- He gets beat off speed guys a lot, 
and he gets beat off speed, guys, and I, I hear his knock on him isn't very strong. So you're not very strong, and you get beat by speed, guys. I, I don't see the upside in that, especially as a first-round draft pick where you took him. Before, I just not too sure. I think Gruden might just be feeding from that Alabama well one too many times. And eventually it's going to dry up on you. It already dried up on him. John Abraham, they took a corner. I'm sorry, they took a safety in the second round. They took Trayvon Mulgren, safety out of TCU. I know, TCU. I mean, I can't believe they took a Big 12 guy. John Gruden taking a Big 12 guy? I almost I almost fainted. I really did. I almost passed out. But, I, I, I mean, I'm sitting here. They're just taking so many of these Alabama, Ohio State, Clemson guys. And not a lot of them are working out. John Abraham, he's just not today's today's safety. He could be a good role player safety, a guy that comes in as a strong, that has a good playmaking free safety next to him because the guy can't cover shit. I mean, the guy can't cover anybody. And, and you're taking these pass rushers out of Clemson and you're missing and whiffing like crazy. And you're taking these 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 linemen, McGlinchey, like McGlinchey's terrible. You took a right tackle, you had to get another one. This year, I mean, you, you took Leather, you took you took Alex Leatherwood, and Mayock already said he's going to be our starting right tackle. So you pretty much say that McGlinchey's done. He sucks because he does. I mean, he's terrible. It, that's an Alabama guy, right tackle. You took him early too. A, another reach. I just don't know if these if these I think these Alabama players can be good, but you're taking them in the first round. You're reaching on these guys a little bit here. Jesus, this is this because they went for the national championship every year. Go to the and had played for Nick Saban doesn't mean you got to take him every year, John. I don't hate the pick because I always I love taking tackles in the first round. Just a little bit of a reach. I just thought Shaw would just be such a better fit there. Elijah Vera Tucker, too. He fell to the Jets. Great pick up by the Jets, by the way. I love what the Jets have done so far in this draft. Oh, Bills Mafia, Carlos Basham, Basham Jr., Defensive end, Wake Forest, Carlos Basham. I watched him play it against North Carolina last year. Had a hell of a game against UNC. Fucking stuffed both of their running backs twice. One of them, Javante Williams, already off the board. Michael Carter is yet to go. But uh, this kid can play. Good pass rush by Bills Mafia. I like it. I had I had Bills I had uh, Bills Mafia taking Joe Thune in my uh, mock draft. They took they decided to go with Gregory Russo, and now they go Carlos Basham. Look, they realize that, hey, if we want to beat Mahomes, we need to get to the passer. We need our defensive line to be stout, like Tampa Bay. And this is what they're doing now. They're getting Gregory Russo. I don't care what anybody says about him. I really don't. Under Sean McDermott, I, I am so positive that that kid can break out and flourish. I would put money on it. And Basham, right here, he's a role guy until he comes into his own. And for me... Now for Bills Mafia right here, taking two back-to-back offensive linemen, I think you see if Ed Oliver has any has any trade value. Put Ed Oliver on the market. He's been a disappointment. That's okay. Move on. Move on. Move on quickly. Move on swiftly. Gregory Russo, Carlos Basham Jr. I love it. Defensive line moves here by the Bills. They know they got to compete. They got to compete with, with Patrick Mahomes. And the, what's the way to beat Patrick Mahomes? We've seen it. The only way. When the Patriots beat Mahomes, I mean... Yes, did Tom Brady have a great, amazing pass to Gronkowski and had a good catch? Yes, but their defense disrupted Mahomes. Tampa Bay, defense was all in his ass all game long. I like this move right here for the Bills. We got the Green Bay Packers on the board. All right, so so now we got Green Bay on the board. Let's go ahead and talk about Aaron 
Rodgers. Here we go. We got a selection. Who is that? Who is that making the pick? He looks like a he looks like a current player. I don't know. Let's see. The Green Bay Packers have selected. Come on. All right, stop. Let's go. Sometimes these picks, sometimes these guys get up here that are announcing the picks and they just talk and talk and talk. Like, all right, I get it. Say a couple things, announce the pick. Packers are going center Josh Myers out of Ohio State to protect the quarterback that you don't have. Oh, wait, no, you do. His name is Jordan Love. Green Bay Packer fans, I'm sorry to tell you this right here. If you're a Packers fan, you might just want to either turn me off, plug your ears. You don't want to hear what I'm about to say. Aaron Rodgers is gone. It's over. I'm sorry. You cheated on one of the best quarterbacks in the history of this league. You cheated on him. He was out, he was out working his 9 to 5, working hard to bring you some money. And what'd you do? You were two-timing behind his back with Larry from down the street because he drives a fucking Toyota Corolla. And you think that's hot. A Toyota Corolla? That's what Jordan Love is. Jordan Love's a Toyota Corolla. Aaron Rodgers is a Ferrari. Aaron Rodgers is a Ferrari. And you're down the street with Larry, the Toyota Corolla. What the hell are you doing, Green Bay? You lost him and it's all your fault. Aaron Rodgers' entire career has worn me out. His entire career has worn me out. I've said this I don't know how many times. Countless times already on this podcast. But I am now becoming an Aaron Rodgers fan slowly but surely by the day because I love every second of this. Aaron Rodgers does not deserve to be in Green Bay, Wisconsin. Aaron Rodgers deserves to be on a team that's actually relevant. I'm sorry, Green Bay. I'm sorry. But I'm without Lombardi, you would be a nothing franchise. You're in Green Bay, Wisconsin. You don't have an owner because the city owns it. You guys do a shitty job every Every year, from decades and decades and decades, you just got lucky that you happened to get Bart Starr, Brett Favre, and Aaron Rodgers. Three, arguably, the 15 best quarterbacks of all time. You got lucky. Aaron does not deserve to be there. Aaron needs to leave. I am so happy for this. And I'm going to root for Aaron Rodgers wherever he goes. I'm actually going to root for Aaron Rodgers more than I ever have in my life. I barely ever root for him. I put money on him to win the NFC Championship game last year. That didn't work. But Aaron Rodgers is sick of it. Why? He's been stewing on this for a year. He said, you know what? You want to take Jordan Love in the first round instead of giving me some weapons so I can try to win this? The Green Bay, like, I'm going to give Aaron Rodgers this. The amount of people that say he's never had any weapons and he's done all this, that's a load of bullshit. He's had Donald Driver. He's had Jordy Nelson. He's had Randall Cobb. He's had great offensive line. He's had good running backs his whole career. He's had not a great defense, but a but a mediocre defense at best every year. The Chiefs just take, took a center. Chad Humphreys out of Oklahoma. I love that take. I love Andy Reid. Let's keep protecting freaking Mahomes, baby. You went out, got Orlando Brown. You got Joe Thune. Now you take the young boy out of Oklahoma. I love that move. God, Andy Reid knows how to win. Because you win in the trenches. You know who doesn't know how to win? The Green Bay Packers. Because if you did, you would have more than one Super Bowl with Aaron. I talk a lot of shit about Aaron. I talk. I say that Aaron will not, Rodgers will never win another Super Bowl. And that's half, partly 50-50% because of the organization he plays for. If Aaron Rodgers was to end up at San Francisco 49ers last night, 
and the Niners would have traded their number three pick, probably like Fred Warner and Nick Bosa, and another and one or two other picks for Aaron Rodgers, and probably Jimmy Garoppolo would have to be into that. <laughs> I would be shitting my pants as a Cardinals fan for one, and so excited I'd probably be foaming at the mouth for what would take place in San Francisco. No, 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 no disrespect to Matt Lafleur. Because I think Matt LaFleur can coach, and he's good, and he's only had two years there. But I think what Kyle has in San Francisco, if Aaron would have ended up there, oh, baby. I I, I don't know if the, I would have watched every Niners game every single week. I would have rather watched the Niners game than any other game, probably. It would have been must-see TV with that defense, that coach, and that quarterback. Green Bay, you have not surrounded Aaron with what he needs on the defensive on the defensive side or on the offensive side for the most part. Now I'm not I'm not on the far left where people think that he hasn't had any talent at all because he's had more talent than people give him credit for. And his defenses have been better than people give him credit for. But the way that Green Bay is drafted and the fact that they won't not even the draft so much. It's the fact that they won't even take a swing in free agency at all. How is JJ Watt not a Green Bay Packer? How? The guy grew up there. He played at Wisconsin. I just don't know how you didn't offer him more money. I don't understand it. Do you not want to win a Super Bowl? The Packers have only won us. Brett Favre only won a Super Bowl before he got paid his big contract. Aaron Rodgers, before he got his big contract. They can't win when they're on a big contract. Because Green Bay's not going to overspend. Not even going to overspend. Green Bay's not even going to pay what a guy is worth. They want to underpay everybody. And this has caused you to lose one of the greatest quarterbacks in the history of this league. He just is flat out. And now there's talks he's going to go to Denver. And it's going to be a Peyton Manning effect again. And Denver might win another championship. How crazy would that be? How crazy would that be if Denver's last two championships are from Peyton Manning and Aaron Rodgers? That would be fucking nuts if Von Miller wins both of those. It's like, yeah, I won both of my Super Bowls with Manning and then Rodgers decided he was sick of the shit in Green Bay, so he came to De uh, to Denver. We won a fucking title, too. Mahomes who? No, we, got, we had a better defense and Aaron was the man. But can Aaron be the man? That's my other thing. Is like, Can Aaron be the man? Or does Aaron even want to be the man anymore? Or does Aaron just want to do Jeopardy? I don't know. I'm still going to be pretty tough on Aaron because I've always been. Because, you know, can can he be a little, you know, condescending? Yeah. Can he be a bit of an asshole? Yeah. Do I kind of like that? Yes. Do I like how he just presays himself and he just procrastinates and he's just, he's kind of pompous? No, I don't really like how he carries himself, especially with his teammates and on the field. But I love that Aaron Rodgers dropped this nuke yesterday right before the draft. M mere hours before the draft even started. I loved it. He sat on it. He stewed all of this that was anger or whatever that was inside. And he said, you know what? Okay, fuck it. I'm going to go out and I'm going to go 13-3. and three. I'm going to go out and I'm going to go to back-to-back -back NFC Championship games. And I'm going to get one at home this year. And you know what? Just for shits and giggles, I'm going to win the MVP. And then I'm going to tell you to kiss my ass, Green Bay. Because I'm out. Because you ruined it. You ruined a great thing. Absolutely 
destroyed it. You cheated on me. That's what you did. You cheated on me. I thought we had something forever. You were doing Larry in the Toyota Corolla down the street. Toyota Corolla. It's just unbelievable. I, I honestly, it blows my mind how much the Green Bay Packers have royally fucked this up. Because now what are they going to do? They're going to run with Jordan Love? The guy who couldn't beat out Tim Couch? Well, that's not his name. Tim Boyle? I said Tim Couch. Tim Boyle? For the second string job last year? Aaron Rodgers was laughing at this guy. In practice and training camp and everything. He was just laughing at him. Like, this guy can't play. You think you think Favre was laughing when Rodgers came in? No, Favre went, holy shit, this guy can play. I better play as good as I better play as well as I can. And what did Rodgers do? What did Rodgers do the year that they drafted Aaron Rodgers? Almost won the MVP. Took his team to the playoffs. They lost in the divisional chan- in the divisional round by by like a score. What did what did Aaron do the, the year they drafted Jordan Love? Won the MVP and lost in the NFC Championship game. And then what did Favre do two years later? They said Favre, you're out of here. And Favre was kind of giving them shit anyway. You heard all this stuff about how Favre is telling, you know, he's not going anywhere. Rodgers isn't going to play. They should trade Rodgers. Then he's telling the Packers pretty much to fuck off and he's going to do what he wants. What do the Packers do? They said, all right, you're out of here. What is Aaron doing before the Packers can tell him he's out of here? He's saying, I'm out of here. I'm not doing this. I've seen this happen because that was me. I'm not going to be Favre. I'm going to leave on my own terms. And hey, if you don't want to trade me, then you're going to have to eat $36 million worth of cap. I don't give a shit. I'll go do Jeopardy for $100 million. Because I'm Aaron Rodgers. And at this point in the career, he holds all the power. And he can do whatever he wants. In Green Bay, you really fucked this up. So I'm sorry, Green Bay fans. But, pre- but honestly, prepare to probably be pretty bad for a while. If you're old enough to know what the Green Bay Packers were in the 90s and live through that, that was really rough. I don't know if it's going to be that bad because LaFleur, I think, is a good coach. you still got some good pieces. But it's going to be around that bad. All right, we got the uh, the defending Super Bowl champion Tampa Bay Buccaneers on the clock. They're making their selection. Is that? Who is that? Had to wet my whistle there. Drinking a little, a little rum and coke tonight for the uh, second, second and third round of the draft. Is that Vince Wolfork? No. Looks like him. <laughs> this is what I'm talking about. This guy's been up here for like 45 seconds, and there's no pick announced. All right, here we go. They said a name. I got it on mute, but I can tell that he said somebody. They're showing the crowd now. I'd go defense. I mean, I'd go to offense if I'm here. Oh, quarterback Kyle Trask. The 64th pick in the second in the NFL draft. The last pick in the second round. The Tampa Bay Buccaneers just took the hopeful Tom Brady successor. In Kyle Trask. I like Kyle Trask. I know people are talking a lot of shit. And people are saying he's very Jared Goffy. But man, I like Kyle Trask a lot. I, I think he's got a better arm. I think he's more accurate. Yeah, he's a pop, pure pocket passer. But what does this guy do? What does this guy do really well? 
throws a deep ball. What else does he do really well? Knows how to check down and doesn't and doesn't throw interceptions. He doesn't turn the ball over. What's best for Aaron for Aaron um Oh, that's a hell of a throw. What's what's best for that offense in Tampa Bay with Arians? A deep ball. Someone that doesn't turn the ball over and can throw a check down. Because on almost every route, they have a running back that they could check it down to. A lot of their running backs don't stay in the block. I think it's like 60% or 70% of their passing plays. The running back just checks, uh, checks the end that's coming by on their side and goes out and, and is there for the check down. I think Kyle Trask is more athletic than people think. I like this pick a lot. He gets to sit behind Brady for probably two years. I think Brady plays another two years. But now they got Joe Tryon in the first. They're just adding to that, just adding to that defense, that defensive line. They, they need to. I mean, why not? That's your bread and butter, baby. You get your defensive line just hammering people home and just have Tom Brady just sealing games for you. That's just, that's just winning attitude, in my opinion. Good pick there. Good pick there. Jacksonville Jaguars on the clock. First pick of the third round here now. God, I love the draft. I was so hyped up yesterday. Uh, what else we got to talk about? Uh, I'm talking uh, who who else did I like? I liked the uh, the Jets. I like what the Jets have done so far the first two rounds. I've lo- I love every pick that they have. Zach Wilson, I I like the Zach Wilson pick. Now, do I think Justin Fields has a chance to be a better overall player? Yeah, I do. I definitely do. But I like the Zach Wilson pick. I think he fits he fits the Jets really well. And then Elijah Vera Tucker, the tackle just fell to them. So now they have Becton and now the and Tucker. They got protection for Wilson. And then they went and grabbed Elijah Moore in the second round. And, and that's just a speedy receiver for Wilson to throw to. They're building something here in New York. And if Wilson and Sala are good, I think the Jets, Jets can really turn things around here in the next couple of years. And you'll be you'll be looking at the Jets winning you know nine ten eleven games a season. I, I I just do if Wilson's the guy and Sala can can coach, which is yet to be seen for both of them. But if if they can, then I like the Jets moving forward here. I think I think a running back might be in the cards. I think maybe if they're if one's there in the third round, kid from um kid from North Carolina, uh, Michael Carter's still there. I I can't see why he would be there. In the third, I think the Jets have another second. I mean, have another. I think the Jets have two thirds. Uh, but a running back wouldn't be terrible for the Jets. But I like what the Jets have done so far. I like what the Jags Jags have done so far. I really have. Trevor Lawrence, obviously, no brainer number one pick. You gotta love that. They went out and got a wide receiver. Then they went out and they and they got a tackle. I, I just they're trying to build around their young quarterbacks. That's the best move, in my opinion, to do all day, every day, every single time. Yeah, look, Trevor Lawrence, they, they drafted Travis Etienne, Tyson Campbell, tackle. Now, Travis Etienne, I, I like that move only because I think Urban Meyer is trying to, he's, I think he's trying to build a five-star NFL team, like he would build a five-star college team. And he's trying to just take his college mentality in a way and, and just merge it with the NFL. Now, he came out yesterday or this morning and said uh, that he drafted ETN to be their third down back because they have Carlos Hyde and James Robinson. Now, you don't draft a running back in the first round to be a third down running back. That's um, 
That's that's a move of disaster. I don't think maybe he meant to say that. I, I can't say, I'm not going to say he didn't mean to say it. I just think he maybe misspoke and was just saying some shit because there's no way that you do that. And there's no way that your third down run back is Travis Etienne. Because that guy's a four down back if you need to be. You can go for it on four down every time. I know we say third down back, but to me, ETN is a four down back. It's not even a thing. I like Travis a lot. He hit the way he just his knees are so high when he runs through holes. So high. I've n I don't see you don't see knees that high. To see knees that high, you gotta go back to Walter Payton. You really do. To see how ET ETN runs through the tackles is literally like how Walter Payton. Now, I'm not saying ETN's Walter Payton. I'm just saying the way this guy can glide with his knees up so high and, uh, and, and can make moves just like that is very Walter Payton-esque. Sorry, esque. Uh, but I like the ETN pick because I just think he's going to go and just say, fuck it, we're probably going to be pretty bad overall in the roster-wise. We might as well try to be good as we can on one side of the ball and build the other side of the ball up. And he drafted Trevor Lawrence and you want to sell tickets, why not be good on the offensive side of the ball? Why not try to get as many playmakers as you can? I like it. I, I really do. They got LaVishka Chenault last year, wide receiver out of Colorado I really like. He's more of a Don DeAndre Hopkins type. The guy that they drafted uh, in, in the second round, he's more of a Tyreek Hill speed kind of guy over the top. I like it. Trevor Lawrence got a little plethora, plethora of options to work with. That offensive line needs to be worked up. But other than that, I think the Jags have done a good job. Jets have done a good job. You know who else has done a good job? The Cleveland Browns, the home of the 2021 NFL Draft. Surprisingly or not, they went and took, to me, a top four corner in this draft in Greg Newhouse, who I love. Long, lengthy lockdown guy. And then Jeremiah Wosu Koamoa just falls to them in the second round. And they take him. And they should have. Because they, they need a big playmaking linebacker speed all over the field to just to just put some pressure off of that offense. This defense needs to start making plays. And they added two guys that just make plays. These guys just make plays. J-O-K, Jeremiah owusu Koomoa. That's why I say J-O-K now because you know his name is Jeremiah owusu Koomoa. That's a lot to say. So J-O-K and, and, and Newhouse, both playmakers. Both can cover. Both can tackle. One's a corner, one's a linebacker. One's The linebacker's pretty much a linebacker safety kind of mixture. I love it. Cleveland's going defense because they know to battle in this division, to win this division, you got to you gotta, you gotta get, get piece of people some bruises. People need some bruises. And you bruise people on the defense side of the ball. So you have Baker, you have your offense, your flashy Nick Chubb, all this stuff, you know, O.D., O'Bell Beckham. Let's get some, let's get some defense. Oh, another quarterback, Kellen Mond to the Vikings. Kellen Mond, Texas A&M quarterback to the Minnesota Vikings. Pick number 66. Now that's an interesting pick. To me, that's a pick that they're hoping in two years that this can be the guy. Because Kirk Cousins got two years left on his deal. And if Kellen Mond can sit for a year or two, learn the system. I got this fucking dog barking in the background. He's driving me crazy. If he could sit back and learn the system for a year or two, I mean, Kellen Mond, the guy, he can run, he can throw. A lot of people say his footwork's bad. He's not a great pure pocket passer. 
You know, he he's more of a a Dak Prescott meets kind of like a Lamar Jackson in a way. I think that's a good comparison if you kind of put those two together. You know, Dak doesn't have the biggest arm, but he's athletic. Lamar is not the best thrower, but he's super high, uh, super fast. Kellen Mond's really fast, hyper athletic. The dude can't make all the throws in the world, but I like what he can bring. If he can be tooled, I mean, I'm not bad. I'm not mad at it. They took Christian Derrishaw. The Vikings took Christian Derrishaw, the tackle out of Virginia Tech in the first first round. Excuse me. Didn't have a second round pick. And then they take Kellen Mond in the third. Interesting. This has been a very interesting draft. I mean, I was it, it, it's been I, I I heard that they had 30 million viewers last night. 30 million viewers. So more people, double the people are watching the NFL draft, the first round, than they watch an NBA playoff game. The NBA playoffs, the Lakers playoff game in the bubble last year got 15 million people. The NFL draft last night got 30 million people to watch. That's insane. I just are we not looking around and seeing the the power and the growth of the NFL? It's getting it's getting crazy. It's wild. I'm super excited for the future of this of of this of this company. It's if I could invest money in it, if it was like Amazon or Uber coming up on on the stock market, you know, this is one of those moments where you just you just you would invest in a company and the NFL is somebody I'd invest in as big as it is already. As huge and massive as it is already, I think it's just gonna get it's just gonna get even bigger. I mean, the kids coming out every year are just gonna be more and more athletic. These quarterbacks, pretty soon it's gonna be hard to be like, well, is this guy better than this guy? This guy better oh, this is the best process since we've seen Trevor Lawrence. This is the best pro- you know, now with Trevor Lawrence is the best since we've seen Andrew Luck. Andrew Luck came out in what, the 2011 draft, 2012 draft? Two years, you never know. This could be the best project since, uh, prospect since Trevor Lawrence. And then the next year, this is the best prospect since that guy. They're just going to get better and better and better. These guys like Kyle Pitts, they're just going to keep coming out. Kyle Pitts, by the way, a monster. Went to Atlanta at number four. I lost some money on the bet because I had four quarterbacks going in the first four picks. But that's okay. I like, I like the pick by Atlanta. I don't know if they're going to trade Julio or not, but... I would trade Julio just because your cap space sucks so much. And it's not like you're going to win a Super Bowl this year or next year. If you're going to win a Super Bowl, it's going to be three years. I would say you have three years to win a Super Bowl. What do you do? You trade away Julio, you get some cap space. Maybe you're going to get some picks. You build that defense up. You you got Calvin Ridley. You have Kyle Pitts. You got Matt Ryan still. You need you need it. You go out and try to get a back. Maybe here in this round, Trey Sermon's still out there. Michael Carter's still out there. You need a back, though. And then your defense has got to get better. You need a pass rush. You need secondary help. You need a linebacker. I mean, they need everything on, on the defensive side. So if I'm Atlanta, I do trade Julio Jones. Do I expect Kyle Pitts to give me Julio Jones production his, his rookie year? Absolutely not. But if I don't trade Julio now, Davis Mills, that's three quarterbacks in a row. Holy shit to the Texans. Davis Mills, the Stanford quarterback to the Houston Texans. Wow. That's three quarterbacks in a row. Kyle Trask, Kellen Mond, and now Davis Mills. Wow. This kid can play, man. This kid can play. 66%. 
3,400 passing yards, 18 touchdowns, 8 interceptions last year, or the year before. They only played like four games last year. Can you really, you know, you just kind of got to go off of 2019 and then what he showed you a little bit for the couple games he played last year. But, well, speaking of the Falcons, they're on the clock and the pick is in. Kyle Pitts, and then they took a safety I really like in the second round, uh, Richie Grant. I really liked I really liked him. The guy's a playmaker, super fast. He he's not afraid to hit as a safety. He can cover everybody. So they're starting to address their 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 issues. You get a playmaking safety. I would say there's there's a couple pass rushers on the board. I would say maybe go out and take one of those guys. You need a pass rush. I wouldn't be mad at a running back if that's really one the, where they want to go here. Um, but I think you got to address the defense as much as possible. But Michael Carter might not be a bad take here, and if you if or if you really like Trey Sermon, depending on the running back game, but that would have to be Arthur Arthur Smith saying, you know what, let's load up on the offensive side of the ball, because they really need some defensive help here. They really really need some defensive help. Lewis Riddick just talking. I love Lewis Riddick. This guy's this guy's gonna be a GM. I I think he's gonna be a GM in the next couple of years. I think Lewis Riddick's one of the smartest guys in all of football that talks about anything. Lewis Riddick, Lewis, Lewis Riddick's the man. Pick is in. Atlanta Falcons. Uh, let's transition to maybe who I think the winner of the uh, first round of the NFL draft is. Who would they get? Who they got? Jalen Mayfield, defensive tackle from Michigan. Here we go, D tackle. Atlanta is going defensive side of the ball, so they get they get their playmaker, and then they go safety D tackle. I love it. I love it. Offensive tackle. So I'm sorry. I'm sorry, guys. Jalen Mayfield is an offensive tackle. Oh shit! He just pancaked that guy. Offensive tackle for Michigan. I mean, Big Ten tackles, man. Usually, holy, jeez, that guy's a, this guy's a steamroller. This guy can run block. Good take there for Atlanta. I mean, building up the offensive line. I'm personally never going to be one on anybody that takes an offensive lineman. Now, like I said, the Raiders I just think is a reach because you had two other offensive linemen that I just think are better than Alex Leatherworth. But I'm getting off track here. I saw that. Let's talk about who I think won the first round. Plain and simple. It's It went back and forth with color teams. But plain and simple, the Chicago Bears. The Chicago Bears won the first round. Ryan Pace, the guy that I have talked so much shit about, went up and made a move. He said, fuck it. I'm probably going to get fired anyway. So let's go from 20 to 11 and let's get Justin Fields. We, we went from 3-2 to two to get Trubisky. That didn't work out. Four years ago. Do you know how many GMs last long enough to draft a quarterback number 2 and then four years later a quarterback number 11? Let me give you a hint. Zero. Ryan Pace should just be thinking whatever. Whoever and whatever. Because for him to be able to make that trade, to go up against Justin Fields because he fell to 11... That might have saved his job and Matt Nagy's job. And I got to believe that Matt Nagy 
had to have a part in pushing for to trade up if one of these guys fell. So, uh, Joseph Owose, Texas. So, Cincinnati goes defensive end Joseph Owose out of uh, University of Texas. Hook them horns, baby. Hook them horns. Uh, that guy's got a nice suit on. Some of these guys. How do these college guys afford all these nice suits? They haven't got paid yet. But Ryan Pace takes, takes Justin. I love this move. Matt Nagy had to be such a part of it. And you know what? If you're Matt Nagy, Ryan Pace probably saying we're probably going to get fired anyway. We might as well take a swing. Let's go get Justin Fields. Justin Fields is now a Chicago Bear. Do we understand where Justin Fields played? Ohio State. Midwest. When someone says Midwest to me, the first thing I think of, especially football-wise, is Big Ten football. I think of Big Ten football in Notre Dame. Was Justin? What is Justin Fields? Big Ten football. Where is Justin Fields now going to play? Chicago. How far is Chicago from where he played in Ohio? Not very far. How many people do you think that live in the Chicago area went to Ohio State that are Bears fans? Justin Fields is the Midwest. This is the perfect pick for the Chicago Bears. And I never even thought about it. But it just makes so much sense. And Ryan Pace, you did a great job trading up to do it. You gave away next year's one. So you gave away some assets because you know you're taking a swing. But in my opinion, you make contact and it's going, it's tracking. You're at the warning track here, Ryan Pace. Because I think Justin Fields is going to hit. I like it. And in that offense, it's going to work, I think. I love it. I love it, Ryan Pace. I've talked a lot of shit about you. And, you know, you're probably going to make me have to talk more shit about you. But I love the Justin Fields take. I love Matt Nagy. I think that your offense, I think that you need a, 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 a go-to guy on offense. You you got you got some playmakers, some fa- some fast guys, Tariq Cohen in the backfield. You got some you got Robinson, but other than Robinson, you need a DeAndre Hopkins, Michael Thomas type of receiver, somebody that Justin is going to rely on on every third down, that it's just going to be his go-to target, and then you let the other guys, those are playmakers, you let them make plays, but that's what I think Chicago is missing. They're missing that go-to guy. That got that third down, that red zone that we absolutely need to catch. We need to make a play guy. The DeAndre Hopkins guy, the Michael Thomas kind of guy. That's what they need. They get that in there with Matt Nagy, with Robinson, with that backfield, with Justin Fields, with an offensive line that isn't terrible. I wouldn't mad and I wouldn't mind an upgrade here at few spots, but it's not terrible. A defense. You still got Khalil Mack. You still got some playmaker Eddie Jackson. You got some playmakers. Let's go and win, Chicago. Justin Fields, in my opinion, is the day one starter, even though your fucking social media already put Andy Dalton as QB1. And Ryan Pace already came out and said, Andy Dalton's our quarterback one. Before the draft. And now you probably now you look like idiots. That that I'm gonna rip on you, Ryan Pace. You look like an idiot now. Because you were able to, you were able to trade up to get Justin Fields. I know you probably didn't think that was going to happen, but you were. So that's why you don't, you don't, you don't prematurely put Andy Dalton, the guy you paid ten million dollars to, on your social media account saying quarterback one. Stupid. That's a stupid move by you and the Bears organization. 
But the non-stupid move, you got Justin Fields. And I love the pick. And then, Chicago, you turn around in the second round and pick 39, and you take a tackle. And Tevin Jenkins, who I thought should have went in the first round. That's a first-round talent. Tevin Jenkins is a first-round talent. You were able to snag him in the second round. I love it. I love it. You got your quarterback. You got your tackle. Now let's let now let's add that go-to guy, like I'm saying. Keep your defense a threat. Keep him keep him attacking. I, I don't see any reason, any reason why the Bears should not be a playoff contender. If if Justin Fields is the guy who I think he could be, I, I don't see why. Why, why Chicago couldn't be back on top? Why Chicago couldn't win games this year? And you don't even know if Aaron Rodgers is even going to be in your division anymore, which is also a plus because, you know, Aaron Rodgers runs that division and has had run that division for a decade since, since he's been the starting quarter. It's been a decade. But I like what the Bears have done so far. I like what the Giants have done so far. The Giants have traded back twice. David Gettleman has not traded back Speak of the Giants, on the clock, they they draft Allen Robinson, quarterback out of UCF. Another UCF guy. I lived in Florida for a while. I know some of these UCF guys. Allen Robinson's a short little corner, but he's a little firecracker, man. The guy, the guy, the guys for being so short, can jam you up at the line. He's got quickness to stay with any receiver. Physical, physical guy. I like it. I like that pick a lot. The Giants have traded back twice. David Edelman has never traded back before in a draft. And it's traded back in the first round and the second round. And next year, now they have two ones, two twos, and two threes. I like it. I like it. David Gettleman's like, look, we're, we got to surround David Jones with the best guys we have. Daniel Jones with the best guys we have. So you went out, you got a playmaker. You drafted a playmaker in Kadarius Tony. Kadarius Tony, I mean, you drafted a speed guy. You said, you know what? Daniel Jones needs all the help he can get. He needs weapons. So you went out and you drafted a speed guy. Now you probably have arguably the the I mean the best the four best wide receiver four best wide receiver core. If you talk about the top four guys on any team, the Giants are probably there now. Kenny Galladay, they just added Kadarius Tony. I mean, th- th- they're stacked. They added some pieces, and now Daniel Jones has no reason not to be good. No reason not to be good. I just I like what the Giants are doing. Dable Gettleman's finally actually drafting like he knows what he's doing. And next year should be a good year for them, either draft-wise or they just traded away for more capitals or, hell, maybe a player. The Eagles are on the clock. Somebody just took the defensive tackle from Tulsa. I, I must have missed it. Oh, the Lions. Oh, it was the guy from the defense tackle from NC State. The Lions, look at this line. Penny Soul drops to the Lions at 7. Then they take... Then they take the deep, then they take two back-to-back defensive tackles because they know their defense is terrible. Second and third round. Okay. So they're trying to build. I mean, Dan Campbell is a bite the kneecaps off kind of guy, right? So he likes those defensive tackles. He likes those big bodies. Eagles are on the clock. Eagles took Devontae Smith, by the way. Finally take a wide receiver. You get rid of Carson Wentz, you take a wide receiver. That doesn't make any sense. Milton Williams, defensive tackle from Louisiana Tech. See, look at the e- look at the Eagles going defense here. A lot of defensive tackles coming off the board now in this second or third round. So the thing about this draft was is there wasn't really 
a, a, a for sure number one edge rusher or defensive lineman. Just defensive lineman, period. Defensive tackle, edge rusher. You know, a lot of people wanted to say Jalen Phillips. Some people wanted to say Quiddy Pay, or even I heard Gregory Rousseau. But there wasn't like that Nick Bosa or the or the Khalil Mack of the draft. You know, the Jadeveon clowning, whatever it may be. There wasn't that guy on the defensive line. And a lot of people just thought a lot of these linemen, you know, it was just kind of pick of the litter. Because they're all about the same. And it's just it's just about what you think you could project in culture that they that they 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 will bring to your building, and if you can coach them up, because most of these defense alignment edge rushers, all these guys, they got to be coached up. Quiddy Pay has one move; he's got to be coached up. You know, uh, uh, Gregory Rousseau, the same. The uh, who I think has the most most tools in his tool belt, by the way, but he needs to be coached up on how to rush a passer. He, he's very wild and uses this athleticism, and that's not going to work in the NFL. Same with Jalen Phillips. So there wasn't that true standout defense alignment, and that's why we didn't really see any go in the top 15, top 20. We saw him, we saw him start to slip there at the end of the first. Some started to go, and now we see a run on defense alignment in the second or third round. The Washington football team cornerback, Benjamin St. Justy, Minnesota. I have no fucking clue who that is. I'm not going to lie. I don't watch a lot of Golden Gopher uh, football. You know, every once in a while when they're on, I don't mind watching a Minnesota game because Minnesota is usually a good watch. But I have not. I mean, I, I don't think, I think I maybe watched one Minnesota football game and that was when they played Ohio State last year. Ohio State ended up rolling them. Justin Fields played really good. <clears throat> but uh, 2019, I watched a couple games. I just don't know who this guy is. Dallas Cowboys on the clock. They took uh, uh, Mika Parsons fell to them. So the Dallas Cowboys traded back. They were at 10. They traded back to the uh, to the Eagles, who had traded back pre uh, to, to, to 12. So Dallas traded to 12. The Eagles came up at 10. They took Devontae Smith. And then the Cowboys were there to take to take uh, Mika Parsons. And now, and I think it's because at number 9, the Broncos took Patrick Sertain, who I think is a great take. I don't think that's where I didn't think that's where the Broncos were gonna go, but they went Patrick Sertain, and I gotta think that the Cowboys really wanted him, so they wanted to pivot. And Jerry made a trade, and I really like it. You move two spots back, you get a third rounder, then you end up getting your defensive guy anyway. Sean Lee just retired. You get your middle linebacker, guy that can also rush on the outside. It's a good fit there for the Dallas Cowboys, who desperately, desperately need offensive weapons. It's been a hell of a draft so far. Hell of a first round. The second round's been fun. The third round so far. Can we talk about the Chargers? Have I talked about the Chargers yet? If I haven't, if I have, I'm going to talk about them again. I don't know how Rashawn Slater fell to 13. But the, the Los Angeles Chargers have now got themselves an offensive line. They have got themselves weapons on the outside. They have a running back. They have a defense that's coming back and hopefully fully healthy. I don't see why the Chargers cannot compete to win the division. I'm going to say it right now. Justin Herbert's good enough. Justin Herbert, they're good enough to compete to win that division. The Chiefs better watch out. I think the Chiefs split one and one with the Chargers. Chiefs better watch out. The Chiefs slip up. The Chargers are going to be no joke. Let's see how they continue to draft. But I cannot believe that Rashawn Slater fell to the Chargers at 13. They had to be licking their lips. If I'm Justin Herbert, I'm jumping for joy. If I'm that entire team, I'm jumping for joy. 
Because now my quarterback has a bona fide, solid left tackle, right tackle, guard. It doesn't matter. This guy can play it all. He's a stud. I expect him to be there for a decade. I expect Orlando Brown to be on the Chiefs for a decade. I expect Justin Herbert and Patrick Mahomes to both be there for a decade plus. This division's going to be fun. If the Raiders can pull their shit together, they're going to be fun. This is just going to be one of those divisions where you look around and you go, can Aaron Rodgers be on the Broncos? Can we have Aaron Rodgers, Justin Herbert, Patrick Mahomes, and Derek Carr in the one division together? That would be crazy. Crazy. But I love this division. Because I love watching the Chiefs. I love watching. I love watching. I love, I just love watching Raider football too. Raider football is fun to watch. Broncos are fun, always been a fun watch. Even when they're bad. This division is just fun. The Chargers are just a good team to root for. I love it. I love that they fell. That Rashawn Slater fell at 13. It just makes watching football so much fun. And if you play fantasy football, you got to be just like, fuck, I'm going to draft Justin Herbert because this guy's now is an offensive line. Keenan Allen, Mike Williams to throw to, Austin Eckler in the backfield. Come on. I, I personally love the pick. First round's been crazy. We had more trades than I thought. I called two trades. There was, I think, four or five trades in the first round. There's There was, to start the second round, we had like four consecutive trades. We've had multiple in the third. It's been a, it's been a crazy wild two days, and I just I love every second of it. Love every second of it. I'm enjoy watching the rest of this uh, third round. Gonna probably consume another rum or two. Uh, I got some leftover meatballs. Probably gonna throw the pop those in in the nuker wave. Have a good have have a good have myself a good Friday night. I want to see who the see the Cowboys get here. Who the fuck is that? Adrian Quesadilla is that what that says? Adrian Quesadilla is presenting the piece of guitarist. Adrian Quesadilla. I, I know that's not his last name, but it it said it looked like Quesadilla, so we're gonna run with Adrian Quesadilla. Who do the Cowboys take? Come on. Oh, that's the volume. Osa Odijuwasu. Osa Odijuwasu out of UCLA. I'm pretty sure i only seen this guy play a couple times. I know he played uh, ASU this year. That's why I know him. I think he wreaked havoc on Jaden Daniels. All right, but there you go, Cowboys. You're going defense. This is what you need to do. You need to go defense. I won't mind a tackle because I, I think you could use one. But a, de- a, a defensive tackle here, a guy that the guy that looks like watching his highlights right here, looks like he can play the run. Looks like he's an excellent pass rusher for an interior lineman. What a swim. For an interior lineman, that's a that's a beautiful little swim move. Good for you, Cowboys. Go defense. Go de- look, uh, Dak Prescott's back. He's he's gonna make that. He's gonna make it a lot easier on that defense. The Cowboys were last in time of possession last year. Why do you think that the Cowboys were number one with defense when, when their defense, like the number one total time of their defense being on the field? That that has to go to do with their offense being so terrible too. And with Dak back, and it's gonna be better. Now I don't I don't I'm not some I don't think Dak's the best thing in the world, but I, I like Dak Prescott. 
So that offense is going to be better. Your defense is going to be on the field as much. I like this pick. Surify your defense. Try to get some playmakers. Beautiful. The Saints, where are we at? Are we at 70? We're at 76. So we're halfway through the... Uh, well, less than halfway... Well... Yeah, halfway through this, halfway through the third round. Twenty more picks to go. So we're we're less than half. Saints are on the clock. Is that, I don't know who that is. Demario Davis. That guy's a stud, huh? Love to have a linebacker like Demario Davis. Let's see who the Saints take here. Paulson Adobo out of Stanford. Never heard of the guy. Never heard of the guy. I I just never have. Oh well, he's probably good. Fuck, maybe he's maybe he's the next Richard Sherman. I don't know. I really don't. I hope you guys have had have a great time watching the draft. I mean, I know I had the first round's been crazy. I I don't think a single team had missed in the first round draft pick wise. I really don't. I really don't. You know what? Let me. I'm gonna I'm gonna pull I'm gonna pull up the first because I was just, I I don't think a team missed. I mean we got the number one pick Trevor Lawrence duh no brainer I think the dude's just gonna be a stud. When you look at the guy he just has it. There's an it and and Trevor Lawrence has it. I just I think he's gonna be good. Zach Wilson I think it could be a disaster. I also think he could be the next Joe Namath. Good pick there. San Francisco I'm so glad they took Trey Lance. And all that Mac Jones stuff with smokescreen. We talked about Kyle Pitts at number four to Atlanta. Jamar Chase to Cincinnati Bengals. So the, so the Bengals decide to go wide receiver instead of tackle. I personally still would go tackle. I have to protect Joe Burrow. Joe Burrow has a nasty little scar on his knee. Because he tore his ACL last year. Because he just wasn't protected. Now look, I get it. Jonah Williams is coming back. They say that he's been he's super healthy. He's been healthy since week 15 last year. No setbacks. I get it. He's he he seems like he's good. But man, when you have an opportunity at a big primetime tackle, in my opinion, you gotta take it. However, I will say that Jamar Chase has the opportunity to definitely just be an outstanding, outstanding player in this league. Borderline Hall of Famer. I think this guy can be the best wide receiver in the league in two years. I really do. But in my opinion, I still take tackle there. Same with Miami. Miami took Jalen Waddle. Again, a dude that's just going to make plays for Tua. And I understand why they do it. But in first and foremost, I got to keep Tua up. Now, I don't hate Jalen Waddle more than I hate the Jamar Chase pick. But I don't hate the Jamar Chase pick. I just think Cincinnati needed a, a lineman more than Miami did. But Jalen Waddle six. Penny Sewell just fell to Detroit and they had to take him because you gotta keep you have to keep Jared Goff upright. That's the only way you can try to win football games is when he's protected. Carolina Panthers, they they took JC Horn, which was a surprise, but look, if you look at Matt Rule, that's a defensive guy. He wants to win on the defensive side first. Let your defense hold teams to 14, 17, 20 points, and then let Sam Darnold do the work on the offense to score enough points to win games. I'm fine with that right now. I bring Sam along slowly, give him some weapons around, which you do, you have weapons around him, stack that defense up, now you have a lockdown corner in J.C. Horn, I like it. Number nine, the Broncos, they took Sertain, the back-to-back corners there, another kind of surprise. 
I thought Denver would kind of be in on the quarterback market. But they said, you know what, let's go. Let, we're all in. I don't know if they're all in on <clears throat> on uh, Drew Locke, maybe Teddy Bridgewater, or they're just saying, fuck it, we're just going to see what these guys got, and then in the next couple years we'll see what we can do there. Maybe, maybe they took Sertain because they really think they can get Aaron Rodgers. Maybe they do. Maybe they've talked to the Packers last night. They laid some groundwork. Maybe they think Rodgers is doable and they're going to put all their eggs in that basket. If that's the case, I cannot knock this pick because Sertain is definitely a number one lockdown corner. Uh, number 10, Philadelphia. We already talked about it. They took Devontae Smith. I think that's a good take. I don't think the Eagles are going to be very good, but it gives Jalen Hurts a target. A guy that's just going to make plays, get the ball in his hands. Chicago Bear, winners of the draft. Justin Fields traded up for him from 12, uh, from 20 to 11. Micah Parsons, we talked about him going to Dallas at 12. Rashard Slater talked about him at 13. <sighs> Elijah Vera Tucker to the Jets, amazing. I talked about that, how I love that pick. The Jets saying, you know what, we need to get our tackle. Let's get, but now we got Becton, we got, we got Tucker, we got Wilson. Let's go out and try to win ball games. Let's sell tickets. Let's be flashy. That's what New York is. Let's go do that. And then it's Robert Sala's job to be good. It's Robert Sala's job to have that defense intact. It's yet to be yet to see if he can actually do it. I don't know. I, I know he's a good coordinator. We'll see if he can coach. Mac Jones. I don't think we really did we talk about Mac Jones yet? I think I just mentioned him early on in the career. Mac Jones fell to 15 to where I think he should be drafted to the New England Patriots. When I did my mock draft, I said if Mac Jones is there, there's no way in hell that he does not get taken at 15 by Bill Belichick and the New England Patriots. And what happened? Mac Jones to 15 to New England. To me personally, this is the best place for Mac Jones to go. This is where he is going to go. And if he's going to be a good quarterback in the league, it's going to be with the New England Patriots. So if I'm the Jets, if I'm the Dolphins, and if I'm the Bills, I'm kind of, you know, looking over there side-eyed like, you know, what do they got going cooking over there? Is Bill cooking something else up? Can Mac Jones play? Is is Josh McDaniels going to get Mac Jones to be the baller? I think Cam might be able to start. Who's going to win that job? I don't know. But it's going to be a competition. It's going to be fun to watch. <clears throat> the Cardinals, a solid pick here at 16. They took uh, Zavin Collins, linebacker out of Tulsa. They needed somebody in the middle. Solid pick. Nothing too much about it. Probably, you know, this was the only place they were going to go unless they were going to try to get a try to reach for a corner. And then here we go. The Las Vegas Raiders, 17. It was a reach for Alex Leatherwood. Look, it's definitely a reach. I'm not going to be too hard on it because it is a tackle. And if this guy hits, everyone's going to say John Gruden knows what he's doing. But if he doesn't hit, it's going to be a hard pill to swallow. Miami Dolphins second pick, Jalen Phillips, edge rush, edge rusher, fantastic. This is a guy. This is exactly the kind of guy that you want rushing the ball in the 2021-2022 season. He's super athletic. His first step is crazy. He he can swim. He can bull. He can do a lot to tackles. He can move inside. I like Jalen Phillips a lot. He's freakish athletic. He needs to be tooled. I think going to Florida, so going to Miami, going to Flores, I think they can tool him up, and this guy can be a problem, a problem for teams in the NFL. Washington took probably my favorite player in the draft, or at least one of my top three favorite players in Jamin Davis, linebacker out of Kentucky. That's just a great fit for the Washington football team and Ron Rivera. Just a guy that's just going to come in there and be kind of like a Luke Keekley for Ron Rivera, and he's just going to fucking hit everybody. 
He's going to smash everybody in the mouth. He's going to make every play. He's going to have every tackle. You're going to look up. I promise you, I promise you, this guy will be top 10 in tackles next year. He will be top 10 in the league in tackles. Love the pick there. Love the pick there. Uh, 19 for Washington. 20, the Giants, Kadarius, uh, Kadarius Tony. We already talked about that. The Giants went out and they got a playmaker. They got someone that could stretch the field. The Colts, they took an edge rusher, Quiddy Pay. I like that. Look, just keep building that law, uh, defensive line. That defense that defense is, is taking you places, and now Carson Wentz can take you even further. Have that defensive line continuously get to quarterbacks in the AFC, you will continuously have a, uh, have a way to win. And if Carson Wentz can be can be good, you'll be better than you than you have been since luck. Tennessee took Caleb Farley. I cannot believe this guy went to 22. Caleb Farley, if he can stay healthy, and from what I'm told, from what I've heard, he went to the best back surgeon in the country. His back is 100%. He feels healthy. That's fine. Well, that's, that remains to be seen. But if this guy is, is good, he's healthy, the Tennessee Titans just got an absolute steal at 22. This guy should have been a top 10 pick. Caleb Farley should have been a top 10 pick. But this is what happens. Medicals, maybe character, guys fall, and they end up going to better teams. And I think Caleb Farley has a chance to have a really, really, really good career, at least a really good four or five year stretch. And then we'll see kind of what happens if his body can maintain. Minnesota Vikings, uh, they got Christian Derrishaw at 23. Uh, great, great pick there. He's a great run blocker, good pass blocker. The Vikings took Kellen Mond in the second round. So maybe they're saying, hey, let's get our offensive line ready. To Maybe for the successor for uh, Kirk Cousins. The Steelers got Najee Harris. I had the Steelers getting a running back. They, I, I had him getting Travis Etienne. They take Najee. I have no problem with that. Najee Harris is a monster. He's going to fit right in with that organization. What a hell of a... You go from Alabama football to Pittsburgh Steelers football. You're living the life as a football player. Jacksonville took Travis Etienne at 25. We talked about that. I don't love the pick. I don't hate it, though, because you're just trying to... You're just trying to you're trying to win games. You're trying to be explosive. Cleveland Brown, we talk about this. How I love the Greg, uh, the Greg Newsome, the second deal. Love that one. Rashard Bateman to the Ravens. The Ravens needed a wide receiver. They needed a playmaker, but they didn't just need somebody that just run over the top like Hollywood Brown. This guy can run every route in the route tree. He can be Lamar's guy over the middle. I really like Rashard Bateman here to 27. Uh, Peyton Turner, a little bit of surprise here for New Orleans. That took Peyton Turner out of Houston. Uh, but this is kind of what the kind of style that New Orleans like, the Peyton Turner kind of style. The always going to play the run defensive end. The always going to play the run but can still get to the passer, and that's what that's what Peyton Turner is. The Packers, um, the Aaron Rodgerless Packers took Eric Stokes, cornerback out of Georgia. Not a huge fan of that pick. I think Eric Stokes is a really athletic, really you know, ball centric can get to it can get to any any play kind of corner, but I just don't like him at twenty nine. I like him in the second round. A little bit of a reach there. The Bills got Gregory Rousseau. Absolutely love it. I think he fits that culture. His 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 parents lived in Buffalo for like five or six years. He lived there for like three of them or whatever it was. Look, I just think this guy's gonna be able to come in with 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 McDermott, and I think he's gonna be an instant impact. An instant impact for the Buffalo Bills. The Ravens, uh, they got Jason Owoe, a defensive end out of Penn State, a good rusher there. That's a classic, I mean, it's a classic Ravens move. You're going to take a hard, hard nose, just edge rusher. 
He can work in the 4-3. He can work in the 3-4. He can do a 5 technique, a 9 technique. This is a guy that's just going to put his hand on the ground, and all he's going to do is rush the passer. And he's going he's gonna to hit the quarterback four, five, six times a game. And then number 32 pick in the first round, the defending Super Bowl champions, they got Joe Tryon, the edge rusher, who I have very highly graded. I think the guy can be very good. He's impressive, especially in that in that scheme. He's just going to be a rotational piece. And it's going to seem like Tampa Bay literally has endless amounts of edge rushers and defensive tackles because they do. Because they've stockpiled them up. And these that's why these guys don't get tired and they're able to just rotate and rotate. And they're able to kick Kansas City's ass the way that they did. Who's on the clock? Raiders. Haven't looked at the TV in a while. 79. The Raiders are on the clock. Alright, let's see who Jude... I think this might be my last one uh, before I say adios tonight. See what Ra- uh, what uh, the Raiders get. John Gruden here. I don't know. Who, who do you go with? Let's see. Who do you go with? I mean, you took a tackle. Then you took a safety, which you should have because you you wrote your wrongs for a terrible safety you took in John Abraham. And now John Abraham's a stretch to say terrible because I think he's a he's a he's a hybrid linebacker safety. But now that you have a true free safety, you can move him around and your defense can be more versatile. So I'm interested to see who the Raiders get here in this third round pick. The pick is in. They're showing the draft room. Mayock's up. You see Gruden. see who they got while oh, they're walking to the stage. It's been a fun draft. You know, you know, a name, the name that's out there that I, I thought would go already. Somebody, I think that's, that's, that's just has been getting a lot of love and it's maybe just because maybe a character thing just early on in his career, but Wyatt Davis out of Ohio state guard, I just think that guy's just, he's going to be a monster wherever he goes. Alec Ingold. He's announcing the pick. All right, let's see what we got here for the Las Vegas Raiders. I can see weapon right here. I can see Gruden saying going wide receiver. I don't know who's on the board. Terrence Marshall's off the board. Maybe a kid from uh, North Carolina. DeBrockshire or... Whatever his name is. Let's see what we got. They just stand up there and talk. Man, it's crazy how, how long they talk at, the, uh, at this podium before they announce the pick. Here we go. Malcolm Kunitz. Linebacker from Buffalo. Don't know who he is, but hey. I, I love anybody that comes out of Buffalo. They're, most of the time, they're good in the, they're good in the NFL. Khalil Max from Buffalo. There's multiple offensive linemen in the league from Buffalo. Uh, the starting safety from the Saints is, is from Buffalo. This kid's got some outside. He's listed as a as a as a linebacker, but yeah, he's a three four linebacker. He's a pure edge. He's like a he's like a Chandler Jones type. Just looks a little faster, not as big, but he's like a Chandler Jones type. Pure edge rusher on a on a on a three four scheme system, which is what the Raiders run most of the time. They run a three four. I just hope that this is a uh, this is a hit because the Raiders just miss on so many draft picks. 
Dolphins are on the clock. Dolphins not bad too. Dolphins have had a pretty good draft so far. I like some of their moves. I think the Dolphins are in position to uh, to try to make a push to make the playoffs next year. Don't know if they'll win the division. Don't know if they're good enough to beat the Bills. I think the Patriots are going to be a lot better. We'll see what happens with Mac Jones. But the Dolphins, I expect them to be better too. I mean, the winner of that division, they beat each other up. I mean, it could be like 12, 13 wins. They're going to have to win that division because I think a lot of teams are going to be good. And you're just going to, it's going to come down to divisional wins. <coughs> no. All right, that was fun. That was fun. Uh, I was just talking about the draft as we're going. Talked about a little bit Aaron Rodgers. First round grade. Second round was good. But it's been fun, man. I love watching the draft. I love just seeing where these players go. The reaches, the steals, the grades, everything about it. And then and then we have all the talk after the draft until many till you know many camps and OTAs and training camps start. So it's been fun. Tomorrow, four through seven. I'll watch a little bit of that too. Um, I'll be back. Record another pod Monday as usual. We'll be out Tuesday. This one will be out tomorrow on uh, on a Saturday. So gives you a nice little weekend pod here. Nice little long one too. We're at uh hour seventeen minutes. And like I said, I recorded this like I'm. I mean, I'm watching TV. So this isn't like kind of like a normal recording. It's just gonna be all the way straight through. Just just wanted to go through it with you guys. So. I hope you guys have a good rest of your weekend. Enjoy the rest of the draft. Please be safe. I will see you all at the beginning of the week. Have a good one. Godspeed. Adios.